Hey there, it's The Real Deal with Camille, true stories of life as an entrepreneur. I'm Camille Diaz, and I'm an optimization coach. I teach entrepreneurs how to achieve their goals, streamline their business, and regain their life. In this podcast, my guests and I share real stories from our real-life experiences. We use our authentic voices, which sometimes include explicit language. If that's not going to work for you, tap out now. My guest today is Christy Maxfield. Christy was raised in a family business and never thought she'd become an entrepreneur. That changed in 2010 when, after a long career in fundraising, she co-founded her first business, the Mission Center, an administrative services company for nonprofits. In 2017, she launched Purpose First Advisors. Today, she works with small businesses earning between $250,000 and $50 million in revenue to help them build the financial operations, administrative processes, culture, and mindset to increase profitability. With a warm, practical, results-oriented style, Christy helps founders and business leaders tackle the biggest hurdles in their business to feel more confident and capable in their roles. Nothing gives her greater pleasure than when clients feel like they've found an advisor who gets it, who validates their experience, and helps them go from being overwhelmed and uncertain to focused and intentional. In addition to creating Purpose First Advisors, Christy has designed and taught entrepreneurship courses at the University of Missouri-St. Louis and Washington University in St. Louis. She also co-created and co-hosted the Entrepreneurial thinking podcast, which elevates and celebrates entrepreneurs, particularly women and entrepreneurs of color. She has a bachelor's degree in political science degree from Montclair State University and a master of business, business administration from Webster University. She is a certified human team activator, helping leaders understand and activate the six facets of human need to create top performing self-actualized teams. In this episode, we talk about what we tend to do when we're suddenly gifted free time in our day and how we handled letting go of major projects that were no longer serving us. Okay, Christy, we were just talking about something and I was like, oh my gosh, I got to hit record. <laughs> <laughs> my kids happen to have a snow day today and we're talking about it's a true snow day it's not distance learning or virtual or whatever it's like they really don't have to do anything and my older one who has a job said to me she comes in this morning you know after sleeping till like 10 or whatever and she's like hey so we don't have school and I don't have work and she's just so excited like and she goes I don't, I don't know what to do with myself and you know I'm <laughs> chatting a little bit about this concept of it being nice to be busy when you go to work, when we used to work those types of, you know, yeah. of hourly jobs. And I, I was saying that I always wanted to have something to do. At yes. That time. How'd you feel about it? I always felt that like there was part of me that fantasized about being that person who could just show up, do whatever, even if it was nothing and yeah. leave, you know, that job where you didn't have to bring your brain or your emotions. You could just. And then I realized that I'm not built like that. Right. right. You know, so when there were times at jobs where it was like, I actually did have a job once where they brought me in and I was all raring to go. And they said, you know what? It's summer. We're really not going to start that project for a while. Why don't you just, you know, take, take it easy. And I was like, what? Like I had all this energy. I got all these ideas. I'm ready yeah. to go. It's like, how could that have, 
I, you know, clearly the fantasy was just a fantasy because once I was given the opportunity, I was like, uh, yeah, no, thanks. That's not for me. That's me too. It's like, what the hell am I supposed to do? Just like sit here and look at my computer, surf social media for five hours. Like I can't, I can't, I need to do a thing. I know. And I even find myself as a business owner, looking at my calendar and being like, that's great. I've got a lot of flexibility here. I could do that. But then I also use that time because I, I do get thinking about things. I do get excited about something or I think yeah. of this is a great time. I was just working on my newsletter. Oh, this is a good time to catch up on my newsletter. There yeah. is a part of me that's like, go take a nap, go take a nap. And then the other part of me is like, no, keep writing. You don't get this much time usually. Yeah. Um, but both are important, right? I'm slowly learning how to take the nap because the yes. nap's a really important thing yeah. and to seize the moment when I feel like I'm in a groove. I love this point because this has just happened to me literally like 10 minutes before we got on this call, right? (laughs) I have a client. She has a standing appointment and it's supposed to be tomorrow morning. She told me last week, hey, I'm going to be traveling. Like she texted me or whatever. She's like, hey, I'm going to be traveling. Can we move it? And I said, yes, of course. Well, I didn't, I wasn't at my computer at the time and I wanted to hit the reschedule button. So I didn't have to do extra work to move Mm -hmm. it. I could just pick a new date type of thing. You're in my brain. (laughs) Right? Yeah, it's in my brain. So, but I no, I did one better because I forgot. So I put it, I put a task on my calendar for today to move her appointment for tomorrow. So I had a few minutes before we jumped on here and I was like, okay, let me do this task, you know, go through what tasks I haven't done yet for today. And I'm like, oh, I didn't move her appointment. Great, I'll move it. Well, because it was there all the way up until today, no one has booked anything in that spot. And I was like, I know base (laughs) and then did you immediately move something from somewhere else on your calendar into it yeah or did you leave it yeah well I did I did well it was labeled flex okay Okay. it was was, because I already had flex between two appointments and I just dragged the flex and made it bigger like nobody take this from me right yes yes Yes. (laughs) nobody take this spot um and I I actually have a project that I've been working on but it's been kind of a side thing it hasn't gotten Mm -hmm. a true spot on the calendar it's got a fitted in spot not a like I didn't make it a goal it was just I really want to totally understand but you know I'm not gonna the one moment I focus on it, it's got a dedicated spot, right? But yep. I hadn't. And so I said, ooh, fun. I can put the thing that I've been playing with mm-hmm. in the open spot because it's a magical open spot that was not pre-designated for something. Yes. So yes. that's what I'm doing tomorrow. I'm excited. Well, and it sounds like we use our calendars in very much the same way. We're like we're preserving time for our clients. There's reoccurring meetings. Sometimes yeah. we have the late minute, you know, last minute cancellation. And then it creates this space and we, our personalities being what they are, are like, okay, let's help. You know, how can we, how can we make that even more productive or right. more interesting or more whatever? Yes. And I often spend a lot of time talking with clients about time management, right? As well as energy management, right? Yes. So how often are they switching from different types of tasks during the day? And are they actually putting things in their calendar like flex and like that dedicated time to think? And to read right. and treating it as appointments, right? As a, you know, as sacred as they would with someone else. So, um, yeah. I mean, anybody listening, I hope they're they're feeling like that their calendar is their friend and not their enemy, and they yeah. can actually have a great relationship with it if they if they want to. So here's what I did several years ago to make to preserve my relationship with my calendar. 
<laughs> I stopped cheating on myself. God, that's great. Thanks. <laughs> that's really special. Yeah. Guess what? If you have, want to have a good relationship, you probably shouldn't cheat on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Partners don't like it when you cheat on them. No, and, and they hate it even more when you make up excuses or lies about it. Like, oh, I was too busy or, you know, I was yeah. this or I was too tired or, and it's not necessarily that they were lies. They were true. It was true. Um, but you, yeah. you know, you want to love yourself as much as you love everybody else. So you've yeah. got to, even when you're tired, you got to show up for yourself sometimes. That's right. And that is when I instituted a calendar scheduling system and I it's, it helped so much because I couldn't say yes to random stuff that was outside the time because somebody asked for it. Cause I was yes. doing that being too nice thing. Right. And I would yes. be like, they would be like, Hey, can you meet at five? And I know that I'm cooking dinner at five. I cannot meet at five. No, five is a no, but they would say it. And I would be like, mm, okay, you know, <laughs> what the hell is the matter with me? <laughs> dinner 15 minutes early and then got the kids to stir it while I was doing this. Yeah, yeah. that that crap. And I was like, no, no, you stop doing that. And so I stopped. I just stopped. I was like, you're no, so faithful stopping. to yourself now. I am. I really so am. Cool. Yeah. Even like when... it's right before Valentine's day too. And that's like super, <laughs> super inspiring. Super inspiring. Yes. Uh, even when somebody else sends me their link, I now only book it on the days that I have set aside for like one-to-ones. So I have certain days. Oh, you're seriously monogamous then. I am, I'm hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Seriously monogamous relationship with my calendar. We are following all the rules. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 And it's so much better because what would always happen is I would set that appointment up and you know, it'd be like a week or two away. And I would think it was going to be fine. And I would know it wasn't going to be fine. And then it would of come course. up and then it'd be really not fine. Like it, it would be just more of a disaster than I anticipated. Right. And and, and I, like you said, you know, I, well, if I start dinner at this time and then I run back to the office and I tell the kids to stir it and then I, then I poke out if I smell something burning, but otherwise it's probably going to be okay. Like, what the hell? That, that's so rough. Yeah. I'm really glad you didn't put yourself through that anymore. Yeah. I stopped and it's great now. And guess what? I still get all my shit done. I don't. You still get all your shit done. Cause I've also learned shit just expands to take up space. Sure does. I've been thinking about this a lot because I've had a lot of new inquiries and I, I tell people I'll meet with you once a week or once every two weeks, but nothing less than that, because otherwise we can't build momentum and we can't going. And yeah. people tend to go, I mean, out of the last three, only one chose once a week. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're in their mind. They think two weeks, I'll have plenty of time to do all my homework and do what it is. And I said, well, I'm not your teacher and I'm not your mom. And yep. so the homework is only your homework if you want it to be because it's your business. Yeah. And if something else more important comes up, you're a grown human um, who's owns a business who can make this executive decision about to do something other than the thing we talked about at our meeting time. Um, my job is to reflect back to you what you said was important to you help yep. you problem solve, help you brainstorm, help you sort through feelings about the things you might be working with and on. But my job isn't to punish you if you didn't come back with all your to-dos done, right? Right. So if you want to do once every two weeks, that's fine. But I can also guarantee you, you're probably going to do whatever it is you said you wanted to do before we met about 24 to 48 hours before we meet. Right. So whether that's one week from now or two weeks from now, just, just remember that. Yeah, yeah. How, how quickly do you want it done? Because yeah. that's what it's going to happen. 
Yeah. You're going to look at your calendar and they're going to see the appointment with you and they're going to be like, oh, and then they're going to do the thing right, right before you meet every right. time. Yeah. And they're still cheating on themselves, right? In some ways, because they're saying, I really want to do this. It's important. They've taken a major step of reaching out to somebody to help them to right. get that focus and to really be aligned and do it. And then just as they're about to, you know, to take their foot and step over into that, that new experience, they're like, oh, but not too quickly. I need a little time. And I get that. I get but it. But not for reals. Just right. But not for reals, because then you'll be on my calendar and you're going to create stress for me. And I'm like, yes, but you should be working on your business every yeah. week, whether yeah. you're meeting with me or not. So yeah. let's find time to carve out an hour so that you can work on your business and then you're on your calendar and then you can be monogamous to yourself and you could stop all the cheating and then like it all comes full circle. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. When we were chatting before and actually planning this episode. Yes. I mentioned my previous podcast, Money Heart, mm -hmm. and you mentioned that you'd had a podcast too. And we yeah. kind of followed similar paths here on deciding that maybe that wasn't the best alignment for our current thing. Tell me about your, your former podcast. Yeah. So before I um, went full time in my business, Purpose First Advisors in 2017, I was employed by a local um, incubator or startup, one of our members of our startup community, the Center for Emerging Technologies. And my colleague, my co-host was working for BioSTL, another major player in the St. Louis ecosystem. And so as like a work product, we created Entrepreneurially Thinking which was our podcast and a wonderfully inspiring, brilliant and talented woman named Jade Harrell convinced us to do it and was our producer and got us going. And we just followed her lead, right? So we ended up doing 50 podcasts a year and you know, it was, it was a pretty intense recording schedule Every and week, scheduling yeah. schedule and all that, right. You know, we'd batch as many as we could, but we were, this was a, this was a pretty heavy lift. Yeah. Um, when we left our jobs, we took it with us. We negotiated that we could have the IP and we created an mm -hmm. LLC and we kept doing it for another couple of years. And then we hit the pandemic and we started doing it remotely, but it, two things, one, we never started the podcast to, to specifically be part of our business strategies mm -hmm, at mm -hmm. the time we were employed by other people. And so it was part of our work strategies, but not necessarily our business strategies as they came to be evolved. Yeah. And the other thing was we really, we feed off of each other. We think we're funny. Um, <laughs> and so when we're in the same room together, yeah, it's a, it's a hell of a lot more fun than when oh. she's remote yeah. and I'm remote and the yeah. producer's remote and the guest is remote and you're worried about bandwidth and you're worried about internet and you're worried about, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. who's whose kid's gonna scream in the background during this this one, right? Yeah. And stop being fun. Yeah. It stopped being fun. And it wasn't specifically designed to be part of what our businesses were now because we had right. gone out to do different things. And so we we said, you know, we're not gonna do this anymore. Mm -hmm. And people, God bless all the people who were like, Well, we love it, and you're just so good at it, and you and you're so good at it, and we love it, and all of that. And I very much want to make people happy, right? So every time somebody said that, I was like, Oh, maybe we should, maybe we're being selfish, maybe it's not as hard as I think it is, maybe it's more fun than I remember, and all that. And I just had to hold strong and be like, It's time has passed. Yeah. It's it's still a good show, it's still important work. It's just not our work to do right now. Right. Yeah. It's, it's so hard 
whenever you close something or stop something that you've been doing for a while, because it seems to be that it's the thing ending that motivates all these people to come out of the woodwork and tell you how much they appreciated you doing the thing. And you're like, what the hell, people? Where were you like four months ago when I needed somebody to tell me how awesome I was? It's like a wake, right? It is. Like, yeah. I remember in my dad's funeral, he was a florist. We So I grew up in a family business yeah. and hundreds of people came through and they're like, he did my wedding and he did my daughter's wedding. And he did this. And I was like, where have you been? Like, <laughs> We, we could have used a few sales recently right. to keep that thing. Cause they were really, they yeah. knew it was, they knew the business was dying with him really. And, yeah. and they, and they mourned the loss of him and they mourned the loss of this, this business that had been in their community for 40 plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're a hundred percent right. It's like, where were you when we were struggling to decide if we could do sponsorships and where were you when we were trying to find somebody who could help us schedule and where were you? Yes. And did you reshare on social? Because I don't remember seeing you share. On social. <laughs> I don't remember you right? seeing your post. I don't yeah. remember you reposting. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't remember that, right? And God love them. I mean, I love everybody who who supports us and who who wants to be a part of it. But I think we forget how important encouragement is, whether we're on the receiving end or the giving end. You know, when we're yeah. giving encouragement, it's really important to be that for someone else. And when we're receiving it to be really grateful for them taking that time to give it to us. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it really does make a difference. And it is so hard when you finally come to that decision and you're like, okay, I can't keep doing this. It's sucking up all my time. It's sucking up all my energy. It's not aligned with what I'm doing. I'm going to move forward. And then everyone's like, oh, right. You're like, what, what people And then I'm like, oh, right. And I think that's, you you have to think, like, think about doing it again for another two seasons. And does that feel good? Or does that feel not so good? Torturous. And then you have to remember that feeling when somebody else says, you really should. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. I feel like this is like when I had kids, like when our kids were little, little, you know, we just, they'd just been, uh, they're only a couple years apart and we'd had two and we had two girls and everyone was like, oh, you should try for the boy. And I was like, ha ha, no, <laughs> do not want a third child. I have not slept in two and a half years. You know, like <laughs> I am the childless woman who comes up behind you and goes, don't do it. Just stay where you are. You're good. And You're I love you for job. that. Good right? job. I do that all the time because I'm like, I see you enjoying your children. Just enjoy them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> enjoy is, that's, and that's all I want is really, your children are beautiful. Thanks. Yeah. That's all. That's it. Done. Yeah. End of story. Want to watch but, them for a couple hours while I take a nap? Fabulous. Yeah. Great. yeah that. That. All that. Not your children are beautiful. You need three more. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I'm good. My children are exactly what I wanted. This is perfect. I'm awesome. And it kind of goes back to the same thing that like with things like a podcast or any business, right? Is like we put a lot of time and energy into it. And so it's like, well, if you're working that hard already, you might as well keep going. And it's like, uh, no, no. (laughs) Yes. But that is always the argument people make, right? It's like, well, I already put so much work in. Well, I already did, you know, all of this stuff. Well, I already got to here. Yeah. You already know how to take care of two kids. What's a third? Yeah. No, because then it's like, instead of one-on-one, it's zone defense. It's totally different. I agree. As an observer, I think you made the right I've heard this from parents of more than two. Like, they're like, well, it's different. 
But that remind like that's where like the honesty among parents and the honesty among business owners is also something really important to yeah. think about too. Like oh, yeah. be honest with each other and be like, yeah, I love my kids. What I've heard as again, a woman without children is I love my kids, but I'm not so sure I would have had my kids had I known what I know now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, truth, that's truth. I think that's right? true for a lot of people. A lot yeah. of people. And yeah. a lot of people are in their business and they're like, I love my business. But if I had known when I started how much <laughs> business was going to take, I'm not sure I would have done this. I, I might have chosen like, differently. Yeah, That's true yeah. too. That right? is true for a lot of people. Now, I it's interesting that you say this because when I think about that, I pose that question to myself. It's like, would I have still had kids if I had known then what I know now? I think the answer is yes, but I would have done a lot of things differently. A lot of, if I had the benefit of that experience, right? And the yeah. same thing for the business. Would I still be an entrepreneur? Yes. I don't think I'm qualified for anything else at this point. But <laughs> would I have done some things differently? Oh, for sure. Like I would have done a lot of things differently. So it yeah. makes me think about like there's you can get all the Lamaz stuff, right? And you can get the doula and you can work with an, a nurse, a lactation specialist, right? But then after that, you kind of don't have many more coaches, especially if you don't yeah. have built-in familial and, and yes. community ties on that. And I just think like any part of your life, you sort of need that coach or that trainer or mm -hmm. that, you know, that expert, that person who's been there and done it, who can go, okay, really, you know, this whole getting them to sleep through the night's going to come together. Yeah, Let's just tell you what I've learned yeah. along the way, right? Yeah. And not just to read it in a book, but actually like come over and help you do it and right. help you through right. it kind of thing. And I feel that way about business owners too. It's like you can read all the books and you can watch all the the you know YouTube the YouTube videos, YouTube and, videos, yeah. and you can listen to the podcast. Love podcasts. You should listen to this one. But you know, um, after a while, you need somebody who can actually help you put all the pieces together and be right. like, hey, I've been there, did that. Don't do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you, you want, you could skip this because that was painful. Right. And then move straight to this because that was right. way better. Yeah. Please yeah. don't make me convince you to do QuickBooks. Just know that you want to do it now, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like just take it as biblical fact that yeah. this will make your life better. Yeah, just just trust <laughs> me on this thing here. It's my just gift to you. Now. Yeah, <laughs> QuickBooks, definitely one of them. Yes, it will just make your life easier. And also maybe hire someone to help you set it up. Don't think that you know anything. Hey, hey, I mean, yeah. You know. I, I think that that would be a lovely investment. I think yeah. that- Yeah, it's not really that expensive. It's time well spent. <laughs> Very well spent. Very well spent. Oh my gosh, this has been amazing. Thank you so much, Christy, for hanging out with me. Thank you. Thanks for letting me riff and talk about things I have no experience in like child rearing. <laughs> Did you have experience as an entrepreneur when you became an entrepreneur? No. In both instances, I had just watched people from afar and I made yeah. different decisions. Like I, I'm the oldest of four. I was like, yeah, that whole child thing, that's hard. I, I don't know if I'm going to do that. And that whole job, actually for the business thing, I thought, wow, there's got to be a better way to make a living than working every night and weekend and holiday as a florist. Uh -huh. um, but the the latter, I, it wore off and I said, I'll give it a try anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> that happens to a lot of people with kids too. <laughs> I'll give it a try anyway. And then like, yeah. oh, crap. Yeah, well, you're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how it goes. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Wow. You're listening all the way to the end? That is awesome. I don't like to half-ass things either. Sounds like we might get along well. Let's connect on social media. 
I'm at Cam Unfiltered. If you want to find out more about me first, you can visit my website, CamilleDiaz.com.